You know the feeling you walk into a coffee shop, maybe you've been there before, maybe not. But the smells, the sounds, the conversations you have over your first cup of coffee with a friend are almost so good they're spiritual. Too dramatic? Maybe. But I'm going with it anyway. I'm Phil Simmons, and this is First Cup. Okay, let's listen to this guy's podcast. Let's see what this is about. That's probably what you're thinking right now, and I don't blame you. But yes, this is my very first episode of First Cup, a podcast devoted to those great, unique conversations that you have with a friend or even a complete stranger over a cup of coffee or even tea. I've heard you can drink that as well. Um, But yeah, it's basically a podcast highlighting those awesome conversations. And my very first guest is Eric Brobst, the co-founder of Provolve Entertainment, a successful DJ company based in Lancaster County and in central Pennsylvania now. I mean, they've spread um, pretty fast, and they're actually coming up on their uh, 10 years, 10 successful years in business, which is no small feat. Um, So it's something I look up to, and Eric is not only the co-founder of that successful business, he also has a full-time job. He's also the father of three beautiful girls, his biggest legacy, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But without further ado, this is the first episode of First Cup. Thank you for listening. And really quickly, this episode was recorded at S. Clyde Weaver's Cafe in East Petersburg. If you haven't checked it out yet, check it out. Everything is good from the lattes, their sandwiches, everything. So thank you for having us as Clyde Weaver and thank you for listening. Enjoy. Oh yeah. On a Saturday morning. Oh, the clumsy first episode. Yeah. yeah. Last time we went out was Apple's right. which was like for a, a year beers. and a half ago or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's a bunch kinda... of old men having beers together. Yeah. Yeah. And so scotches. I, yeah. So I kind of looped you into this. I like yeah. forced you. I'll never even air these podcasts. I just <laughs> you were, you were t- <laughs> like I, I told my wife I was like yeah one of my friends Phil we DJ'd his wedding and he's a really great guy he uh, he asked me to be on his podcast and the next thing I know. He's teasing it on his Instagram. Like, Dude, oh, we haven't even set up our first oh, episode is, yet. This is real. <laughs> People are going to listen. Just You're going to tease it. It's going to blow up. going to be number one on the podcast charts. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not realistic, Someday. that would be cool. You got to start somewhere. We are at S. Clyde Weaver. A little hidden gem. It's on, what is this, Main It's literally street? across the street from a Burger King yeah. and a Toyota dealership. Yeah. So... You move the time back a half hour. Are you a morning person? Not at all. I really am not a morning person. I have to be, obviously, because of, you know, yeah, having a job. Yeah. Yeah. I hate mornings. Um, Why do you hate mornings? Because I love sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I love just staying in bed. Like but it's funny, like, now that I've had kids, you'd think that after five years of, like, kids waking me up at all yeah. hours, I would be used to it. But I'm not. Like, I think... Okay, here's the thing. <clears throat> We had this for 6.30, so that meant 
because I know myself, I had to set my alarm for 5.45. Yeah. Of course, I don't get out of my bed until, like, 6.10. Yeah. have to be here by 6.30. I, I give myself just enough time to, like, make myself rush like a madman. The mornings where it miraculously happens that the girls sleep until 7.30. Yeah. And I wake up at 6. Like, on a normal basis, I wake up at 6 o'clock every day. Yeah. And what I'll do is, first thing... Obviously, have to have my coffee mm-hmm. before anything else. Before I talk to any human being, like if my girls start talking to me and they're awake before I've had coffee, so have my first cup of coffee, sit down, and I'm such an old man. I'll watch this show on Netflix. My wife will make fun of me if she hears this. It's it's a BBC show. It's called Father Brown. I'm probably the only person. Has this been our on age. a while, Father Brown? Yeah, it's okay. I so I think I know about this. So did you watch Harry Potter? I don't like Harry Potter. All right, so anyway, one of the characters from <laughs> Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, I think it's his dad on the movies, he plays this priest in this small town in England in, like, the 40s and 50s. Okay. And his thing is he likes to help solve crimes. Oh, okay. And he's always better than the local detectives. It's a total 70-year-old man show. No, And I love watching it. There is a show that's like that, and it was, um, is this a recent show? Yeah, and it's been... I mean, it's pretty modern, yeah. There was a show on in the, the 90s. Five years. Do you remember a show that's similar to that? That was on in the 90s where he was a... He was a Catholic priest. And he had... Oh, dude, this show... Really? I used to watch this with my mom. And it was awesome. And I need to so, find But it's it. funny. It's like a funny he show. Sol- he solves crimes. His friend who would help him was a nun. So, so like, the crimes that happen on the show are, like, you know, real crimes. Massive, so it's like, like, so it's like murders and It's stuff. like a mystery kind of thriller, but, like, it's funny at the same time. So that's what I like to do in the mornings after I've had my coffee. This show, Father Dowling. I is, bet it's the same concept. It is. Who? You got Tom Bosley. Oh, yeah, that guy. You got Tracy Nelson, who actually, talking about Seinfeld. Was she was on, on Seinfeld? Up. Yep. She oh, was wow. the one where George is dating a girl that looks like Jerry. That's who this is. Nice. That's who plays the nun in this party. So, my perfect morning before work is coffee, Father Brown, then I get ready. Because I'm so bad at, like, prioritizing things in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm a procrastinator, and I dick around, and I take my time with things, yeah. and then I realize, oh, shit, I have five minutes to get ready for work. Yeah. So, I take a shower the night before. Okay, so you're one of those. So, so yeah. <laughs> well, I have to be. No, I work with yeah. a lot of yeah, yeah, no, I have to people be. that take showers at night. I so, so every night, yep, shower at night, right before bed. So, wake up at 6, go downstairs, coffee, let the dog out, yeah. feed him, um, make breakfast. Usually, every morning, uh, either oatmeal or I'll have four eggs, fried eggs. Not yolks, every day. Yolks included? Dude, gotta have it dippy. Yeah. It's the only way. So four full eggs. Hey, man. That's good. No, I, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying so. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm just clarifying yeah, I love, for I the listeners. Eggs. Eric eats four dippy eggs. Those poor chickens. Watch a Father Brown, and then by usually by the end, the girls come down the stairs, and they're such creepers. And they're I they're make, little ninjas. Yeah. They don't make a sound. Oh no. Next thing I know, I just see this presence in the living room. Yeah. And they're s- there. You see something out of the corner of your eye, yeah. like peripheral vision. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're there. It's not a ghost. It's my dog. Yeah. Yeah. They're. I it swear they're ninjas. Um, so then they'll interrupt, like if I haven't finished my episode, they'll interrupt and they're like, Daddy, can we watch something? Well, I want to watch something else. Yeah, this. yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 this is what I want to watch. And he's then my youngest, the guy. not my youngest, she's my middle now, uh, my yeah, middle that, daughter. That's crazy. Yeah, she's like, but I never get to watch something. And I'm like, you literally watched something last night. So shut up. I'm watching <laughs> something. Daddy needs daddy time. 
So, so usually then I'll, I'll make them breakfast while my wife's still asleep with the baby. The second you open your eyes, what do you do? Oh. The first thing. I think we all know. What do you do the second you open your eyes? See? You check your phone. See, and I have purposely stopped doing that. I know, that. I saw the one post about you not I, I, on your phone it's, as much. And, and no offense to people that, whatever, you do you, but yeah. like, I just, it's getting out of control. Yeah. I like the whole people checking in, people doing Instagram stories. Oh, that reminds me, I gotta check in here. <laughs> <laughs> do people still actually check in? Remember I four check square? in. Remember Foursquare? I do remember Foursquare. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally remember having the thought, like, how do you get Foursquare? Where is that? Is that an app? Yeah. Because yeah. I saw people check in, and I was like, well, I don't want to do that. So, crazy, so like, and now it's ridiculous. The crazy thing is, I just got a notification the other day from Facebook that I am, what is it, my uh, 15th anniversary? No. Of Facebook? 13th anniversary. Because I've been on Facebook since... Now, I don't know if you were in college. Yes, I remember I remember what it looked like. I remember right. that logo of yeah, the yeah, face. Yeah, so the year that they opened it up to college students yeah. at other schools outside of, like, Harvard, like, Millersville got it, instantly signed yeah. up for, for Facebook. You went to Millersville? Yeah. Yeah. When did you Same graduate? Time. 07. But we graduated yes. in the, the winter of 07. Okay. Because yeah. I graduated in 05. What was your major? Art, right? Yeah. Art. Yeah. Like... Education or? Bachelor of Arts and Arts. I, I literally did three and a half years of art ed, and then I dropped the ed. But you still got a degree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I graduated with honors. Oh. Do you like how I lean in Fancy. for the emphasis? Honors. <laughs> Not high honors, but honors. Low honors. <laughs> Medium honors. Like, it's just like, you, you probably could have done better. Wait, so, okay, so I was talking about, so people, people oversharing. So yeah, I, I I just like I noticed that I would wake up in the morning, and and I would like literally just grab my phone because I use my phone yes. as my alarm, so I would check my phone instantly, like check Facebook, and and I can't I can't do that anymore. Like it literally ruined my night the one day. Yes, and guess just pissed me off. And has anyone ever changed no. their see? And I don't know why I even I don't even know why I bother. I, I see somebody post something ignorant, and I feel like I need to interject and say like. Dude, you're an idiot. Yeah. This is why you're an idiot. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I've been having the same conversation for the person for three hours. And then, like yesterday, I had to, I actually had to tell the guy. I was like, dude, we're not going to get anywhere. Why are we going back and forth on this? You're not going to change your mind. I'm not going to change my mind. So stop. Yeah, like we have lives to lead. We have stuff to yeah. do today. So, so like, just think about that. All of the effort that I put into that, I could have been doing something else yeah. more fruitful. Yeah. So, so, like, that's what I've been trying to do. Like, one of my New Year's resolutions this year was, like... Whatever time I'm spending on social media, take that and spend it towards reading a book or reading up on a hobby that I'm interested That's in. That's awesome. And, but yeah, so I, I've tried filling my time, like the empty time, with actual reading and just having conversations with my wife. Like if it's just after the girls go to bed, I felt like, because it kind of got to the point too where we weren't really talking to each other. And not, not for any reason other than just yeah, she's on like her phone. Yeah, it's like you're mad at each other. I'm on my phone. Yeah. It's just you're so day, habitual about yeah, your phone. The one day I just looked over and I was like, what are we doing? What like, we're just on there? our phones all the time. Yeah. It's, so, so, yeah, that can was I a just communication. Pause a second yeah. and say that it's funny you say that because when we went on a date night the other night, but if we weren't allowed to have our phones, my wife and I, and we sat down like this, it would probably be awkward. And well, how is that normal? No. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how is that normal? When did you guys start dating? 
2009. So we've been together nine years. So social media wasn't probably that big back then. It wasn't. And actually, for the longest time, we both deleted our Facebooks for like two years. Because I remember, I think 2011 is whenever I reactivated it. So it... When did you get married? 2011, right? No, 2013. I thought... Which, by the way, Provolve... Five-year anniversary. Right? No. This year, 2013. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, five years. See, when did you get married? July. You're making this July, to a right? point of like <laughs> presence. See, it's going to be on here, yes, man. Anniversary. Five years. Was, uh, July, July 19th. 12th. Oh, I was going to say 12. I was off five weeks. So she was born the 13th. hottest. The hottest day, day in, of, in, in, of in American century. history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what God. A dumb idea that, that was. was. And then you guys had that like donut cake. Mm hmm. And it, I, I just remember looking over at it and just seeing just, it's just all of the glaze just melting off. How do, how do I know what his cake looked like at his wedding? Because I DJed his wedding. That's right. Yeah. You and your wife started dating in 2009. Yeah. Obviously, to woo her, you guys talked, yeah, right? Yeah. Did. Face to face. So just just go back to the way it was. And I feel like that, not, not, not to say that there's anything wrong with it, people's marriages nowadays. You did talk. Oh, I'm sure you did. I mean, God, how did you get to the point where you are now with... <laughs> So come on, you just you know take no, it back we to talked, basics. We talked. Take it back to basics. You know, I was a communication major, so like communication is is close to my heart. Like, yeah. You know, I'm looking around and I see all these people on their phones. Yeah. Like you see a big group of people, parents with their kids out to dinner, mm-hmm. and like you look over and like the parents are on their phones, the kids, the kids are, on, are their on their phones, phones. and they're sitting there eating dinner. Like, why did you guys even leave the house? Right. You could have just. Done ordered this. a pizza. You could have done this at home. You could have just ordered a pizza and had it delivered to your house. Yeah. That way you can saves, all be on your phone saves in your own money. house. No, that's, yeah. that's very so, true. So I, I just wish that people would just go back to basics and talk to each other. Like this. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind of one of those um, selfish, but in a, in a good way, reasons for doing this. It's yeah. kind of like my own realization of that very thing is... When is the last time you literally just talked to someone? Yeah. Not like comment with, with on no a, agenda. To, <clears throat> correct. Because I feel like people nowadays, everybody has an agenda. Yes. Like everybody's especially like, with social I media. I will talk to you, but what am I going to get out of this conversation? Yeah. And it's not people don't just hang out anymore. I completely agree. I always enjoy conversations at work, but I enjoy the conversations, like the side conversations, more than anything else. And I was talking to someone. I was like, you know what? I'm my mom. Because my mom, um, she was a kindergarten teacher. Oh, nice. And she did, and she still does, teach um, piano and voice lessons. Oh, wow. All through my childhood, still does it. There's, there was a piano in the living room. So you go get a, you pour yourself a bowl of cereal, and there's someone singing, like, Phantom of the Opera. That's so cool, man. Yeah, but I enjoy, so she would have these lessons, and they're half-hour lessons, but they would just go on for... I mean, she obviously would have to cut them short, but like right. each lesson would be a little bit later because they're just having conversations. Yeah. It was almost like a therapy session for probably her, yeah. and also like mentoring these young kids and like just having conversations, right. real yeah. conversations, like you're talking about. It's like I love doing that. And one of the things that I've been thinking of is is doing something like this, like an oral history with my grandmother. I, I have oh, that that would be cool. Yeah, like out of out of. All of my grandparents, like, on my dad's side, I, both of my grandparents are still alive. And then my grandmother, my mom's side, she's still alive. Um, and, like, I feel like the stories you would get from those people... Oh, yeah. From, from anyone of, of that generation, especially, would yeah. be a goldmine. So you talked about um, sitting down with your grandmother? Yeah. 
and asking her any about her life and yeah. I'm sure she had stories. But I feel like everyone has a good story yeah. that you tell that you know, like you have it back there, and maybe it's at parties or whatever. We're like, hey, this one time. Oh, man, you don't. Uh, well, no, I mean, <laughs> you put me on the spot. It's like, <laughs> if you put put me on the spot, what's the best story you have? Because I have a good one. What's your story? Well, it's anyway, about give the time, me time I found the guy hanging in the woods. Are you serious? Yeah, see, I was have one dead? of those stories. Was he already yes, dead? Yes, he was already dead. Oh, my God. No, I didn't kill him. I no, 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 I know hang. that. No, I wasn't thinking that. I thought maybe you, I thought this was going to turn into a story where, like, I found this guy that was going to hang himself, and I rescued him. No, and that, would I'm a hero. Much, that would be much cooler. So you're not a hero. You nope. just are the no. first person that came up on a dead body. Yeah. Yes. Was I, I was in a shootout once. Okay. So there we go. So so, you have to fact this about me. Was that my mom's Colombian? Did yes. you know that? Okay, I did so, know that so, so, because okay. that was another thing I wanted to maybe yeah. talk about about coffee and the fact that I'm Colombian. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna talk about? No. <laughs> anyway, we were in Colombia. I was like maybe ten, and we we're just walking down just a normal city street, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like what you hear in a movie of a shootout, like a car drives by and just. Like you hear the gunshot. Like an automatic and rifle. It, so I'm talking like a busy city street. Everybody just drops to the ground. Dead silence. Yeah. The car drives off. The gunshots are... It's... it's Like, it has passed. Yeah. Car drives away. It is still, like, eerily oh, quiet yeah, on, like, a busy, busy street. Yeah. Yeah. So... A lot of weird things have always happened to me in Colombia. So I was in a shootout. I was in an earthquake. So surprising. Never been in an earthquake anywhere else except in Columbia. Columbia. Like a big earthquake, too. Yeah. We were in a pretty big building when Do it happened. Do you remember what the scale was? I, I looked back on it. It was like maybe a six. It was yeah. pretty big, but not Regardless, huge. Regardless, no matter what it and is. And at the time, at the time, I'm like you're, 10 you're or 11. I'm like, this is apocalypse. so cool. Yeah. No, oh, I thought man. it was cool. And then uh, one time I was in a taxi cab and I was in the passenger seat. And we were in traffic, and I'm just sitting there, and all of a sudden, this crazy man runs up, takes my hat off, and takes off. And the crazy thing is, all of the other cars that were stuck in traffic behind us, like, a bunch of people got out, ran after the guy, tackled him. Somebody grabs my hat and brings it back to me. My big thing always was, I want to be famous. Like, I want to be, I want to be, I want people to, well, see, so, so I used to want that. I used to want that, but now I'm like, what if, what if all it is, what if, what if at the end of someone's life it's like as long as you weren't an asshole to people yeah as long as you made a difference in someone's life even if it's your own kids as long as you've done something good yeah it doesn't have to be this big spectacular thing where you saved a village in africa or or you you did some i mean that would be awesome but like it doesn't have to be that and so like growing up i was always like man i want to be famous i want to make a big difference in the world Mm -hmm. and do all these things but now that I'm getting older, I'm like, what if it's just in my own house? Yeah. Like, what if my biggest legacy is that one of my kids is going to be amazing? Well, that's do, where, do this big thing. That's where you and I share, like, 100% the exact same feelings. Especially yeah. when the transformation happens whenever you you move from me, 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 me. I want to be famous. I want to do this. I have big plans. I want to yeah. do big things. And then you have a kid, and you're like, well, now you're actually a glorified servant and teacher, which is even more powerful. The sounds of a coffee shop. Which, yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful sound. It sounds like someone's dying. <laughs> it sounds like a plane is losing altitude. <laughs> oh, jeez. I hope that's not metaphorical of your podcast. <laughs> the sound of first cup. Explosion. There's the final agonizing... 
There's where I like still try to do it. Uh, okay, so the, you the got story. Your story in the yeah. story of the, the, the drive by. That's yeah. a good story. To, that's a good story. I yeah. mean, it's not good, but it's oh my it's, god, it's a story. It's not good. It's not a good I mean, story. It's not, it's not a good that thing that, that happened. happened. Okay, I was gonna say it's not a good story, Eric. Like this, the hanging is not a good story. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to hear about that. That sounds. How old were you? I was twenty. Okay, at least you weren't like ten. Correct. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Was um, it like fresh? Like, had it just happened, or was it, like... It was, like, a couple days. So was it, like, what you would see in a movie, like, uh, was it decomposing yet? No, it was gray. Oh, gross. Yeah, it wasn't, like, bugs crawling out of the uh, eyes yeah. or anything like yeah. that. Because uh, it was gross. cold. It was in the wintertime, oh, thankfully. Geez. So, yeah, his, he was gray, and he had dark curly hair, red beanie cap. Ugh. See, I don't know. It's an don't, interesting I story. I don't, I don't he, was, he was an Israeli. Like, he was from Israel, what? over here on a green card. <sighs> It's a good story. You got to turn. You got to tune into the next podcast. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Jeez. Somehow you locate his family. I, sh- I should leave cliffhangers for each. <laughs> it's just as suspenseful as Game of Thrones. Oh, we're dropping bars, man. Mm. 120 BPM. It looks like a bong. No, it's a. Uh, I know it is, but it's it, pretty it, neat. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. It looks like you'd be like. I don't know how <laughs> you do it. The world's <laughs> biggest one. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, you said you'd keep it clean. All right, this so the story, I think Phil? it's an interesting. That should be your intro. Phil? <laughs> Phil Simmons? Is that you? I thought you were dead. <laughs> I thought you died. We could talk about Provolve. Sure. We can do that. Oh, well. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's talk about Provolve. Okay. So, I, I, I'm actually interested, because as you know, I went to... High school with Mike. Yeah, I went to college with Mike. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I make it sound like we were bros, chums. <laughs> we used to go to the smoking lounge together. Ooh, we got chummy we together. We were in a frat. <laughs> we were in a fraternity together. Not the gentleman's we club. <laughs> no, but it was just weird that I I don't think because I've always like known of, about Mike and thought he was a cool guy, but I don't remember knowing that he went to Millersville, and I was just like, oh, hey, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> it was like one of those. In yeah, Millersville. yeah. Um, so that's how I obviously know you. Right. Uh, but I want to know the story of how you guys, because I know you guys are obviously good friends. And oh, yeah. that just relationship of being co-founders in, that, in anything is, in my mind, pretty So let, let, me, let me tell you the story about that. So Mike and I had a psychology class. Can you actually class. tell the story in that <laughs> no, yeah. I couldn't go that long. Uh, so Mike and I had a psychology class in college. And we, like, sat near each other, but we weren't, like, friends. We just kind of knew of each other. Well, it turns out that our girlfriends, now wives, at the time had almost every class together. They were both. So my wife and his wife were in the same major. Okay. Um, they had a bunch of classes together. So, like, we would get together every now and then and, like, hang out. Yeah. But, like, it was never anything like, Mike's my new best friend. Yeah. It was just like, eh, okay, our girlfriends are friends. Yeah. But, so... We, um, we were invited to their wedding, and that was cool. Um, had a lot of fun at his wedding. I caught the uh, garter at his wedding. But we finally somehow made it all happen. We, like, became good friends. Uh, my wife, Gretchen, had a big bash for her 25th birthday. Her and what dad, year was this? So this would have been 2009. So in 2009, so it was the summer of 2009, so my wife's birthday's in June. So this happened in June of 2009. Um, my father-in-law rented out this place called Allenberry Playhouse. Have you heard of that? No. So it's like it's. It almost sounds 
sounds like a gentleman's club. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> so it's 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 a. Um, so imagine if Fulton. <laughs> so imagine if the Fulton right. had had like. Imagine if the Fulton was like in the woods next to a big creek. Oh, that sounds. And cool. and it had. A hotel. Now it even sounds more like a gentleman. Oh, shut up. So anyway, so he rented this place out for all of her family. So like, friends were invited, like family, aunts, yeah. cousins. Everybody was invited out for her birthday. And so like, it included like dinner, like we all had like a big reception dinner. And then we had, uh, like we went to the play. So the one night, we were all hanging out, like it was mostly like the young people. So Gretchen and I, and then like a bunch of the younger people, like of, of her friends were there. And Mike and I got pretty trashed. Mm-hmm. And somehow Mike and I kind of ended up getting apart from the group. We were just kind of hanging out somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but the, this was a big property. Like I think at one point it was like somebody's mansion, somebody's property. So it was just a neat place. So Mike and I were like trashed. We had been drinking for a while. Yeah. And we were talking... And somehow we got on the subject of me being a DJ because before Provolve, so at this point in 2009, yeah. I'd been DJing by myself since gotcha. I was 18. So I DJed, I picked it up when I worked at FM 97. Okay. Um, and kind of DJed on my own throughout college. Like basically my senior year of college paid for my entire tuition just by mm-hmm. DJing. So around the time that Mike and I decided to start Provolve, I was actually thinking of just being done with DJing. Because at that point, I had found my first full-time job out of college. Like, I, I was working a really good job. And I didn't really need to DJ anymore. Like, I didn't yeah. really want to yeah. do it. I'd done it for... At that point, I'd done it for maybe, what, six years? Five years? So, but then Mike talked me into it. Mike was like, we should start a DJ business. So we were talking because he knew that I was the DJ. What and was he Mike had, doing? At the time, I think he worked for a um, computer repair company. Actually, before that, he had experience at Guitar Center. He was like a tech guy. He worked. Yeah. He actually worked in the DJ department, like okay. the DJ equipment gotcha. department at Guitar Center. Okay. And so he's really into music. I'm really into music. Yes. I have the actual DJ and MC experience. Yeah, he it was has. Kind of a good... He has the technical experience. The funny thing is, that our very first gig that we had together was already something that I had lined up before Mike and I started this. Right. So we just did it as Pro Bowl. What were you called? Pro Bowl. From the very beginning. You? Just you were Provo? Oh, no, no, no. For me? Oh, no. It what was just. You I, I just called myself like, DJ Eric. It wasn't anything. DJ Eric. Yeah, it wasn't anything fancy. See, because I. Did you change the name? See, I didn't, I didn't have. I didn't, I didn't advertise. It was all word of mouth. Like, yeah. I didn't care back then. Like, I just yeah, kind it of. Was, you yeah, referrals. like I did it. Like, it I wasn't a business. It wasn't like I had a business plan oh, and I did marketing. Yes. Like, it was just as it comes, I do it. If it doesn't happen. Side work. It happened. Yeah. yeah. So, the first gig we had. The arrangement was he would be the announcer and I would be the DJ. Okay. Since he didn't actually have the DJ like background, yeah. he would be the announcer. Well, gotcha. not to throw him under the bus or anything, and he'll admit this, but it, it did not Horrible. work out. Yeah, it did not work out because for him he to hadn't be the announcer. Been doing it, right? So he said that, he, like at the time, he said he had done some stuff in like high school. But it's like, like the equivalent of lying on your resume. No, 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 no. <laughs> Mike's got a great... Nowadays, he's good. Like, if he has to DJ a wedding on his own and yeah. he needs to do the announcing on his own, he's good at it. Yeah. But, you, like, back that, then... That's your strong So, point. so ever... So, we're going back to the fall of 2009. Yes. That first wedding, he did the announcing. From the next wedding until present day, if the two of us are working together, I'm the announcer. <laughs> And no, no, but See, but now it's to the point. Story. But now it's to the point. It's it's to the point now where like, 
Mike wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have it any, right. any, any other way. It's just like so. That's pretty much how it's been since cool. wedding number two. So what was the point though where you were like, oh, this is actually because I feel like that's I don't know is that rare? I feel like for the for what industry you're in, it's rare that you're like, oh, we got we're born drunk. We decided to just combine our efforts to do a DJ gig. The first gig wasn't good. No, no, no. So okay, so there was nothing going. wrong. There was nothing wrong with the first gig. Well, okay, so going into it, I had three weddings lined up. Yeah, okay. Like, I had already Previously, had already booked, booked on my own three weddings. Right. I had, it was like two in September and one in October. Our first, first year we had, oh, and then we also somehow ended up getting a uh, gig at York College. We did one of their formals or something. Mm-hmm. So that there, because we were doing a gig for like an official school or like official organization, they made the check out to the company, so that's what forced us to actually push through the paperwork to become an LLC. You had to get your tax ID. We had to get it all to... lined up because now we have this check made out to a company that yeah. doesn't exist. So the day that we went to buy our equipment, like when we realized, yes, this is what we're doing. Yeah. We need equipment now. <clears throat> Let's go to Guitar Center, buy the equipment, because Mike still could use his employee discount. He could still do the price matching. We get to the store, and the deal was Jenny, Mike's wife. Yeah was going to put everything on her credit card. She was going to buy it for us. Yeah. And we would pay her back a certain percentage. So the funny thing was, my wife, she was still my girlfriend at the time, and then Mike's wife, I think they were already married at that time, we are all at the store, and our wives are like getting nervous that up until this point, we were really good friends. Gretchen's parents, my wife's parents, her dad was in business with one of his really good friends. Business didn't work out, have not spoken since. So she always was nervous that like, hey, you and Mike have this great thing going. Let's not ruin it by this business. So in this store, as the guy is like checking us out with all of our equipment and, and doing all the cash register stuff, Mike and I had to sign a contract that the two of them hand wrote stating that like we were going to do this business and we were going to go all out for the business but if it didn't work out we had to promise to stay friends and so yeah in the, in the checkout line Mike and I signed this contract that we were going to stay friends and cool. since then I feel like our friendship has gotten stronger and he was the best man at my wedding yeah. we are you know best friends okay, living okay, oh nice oh, Good <laughs> yeah. Story. yeah so so I have goosebumps oh man yeah he does yeah <laughs> It did get a little chilly in here. They they turned the fireplace (laughs) down. Oh, close that window, Eric. (laughs) And there you have it. The first episode of First Cup. Special thanks to S. Clyde Weaver again. Can't thank you enough. Thinking about the lattes right now, still. This is a mugshot production. Thank you for listening. Tired.